welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week, we discuss the live-action Diamond is Unbreakable Chapter 1 movie. for the countdown before it actually starts okay all right let's count down do the countdown three two, two one two, go one wait do we go on one or we go on t- do, zero you, you go and go <laughs> three two confusing. one go larry welcome back to the theater this uh very nice theater that we record all of our podcasts in specifically when they are about movies which we have not used uh, since we did, I think, Fast and the Furious. Remember Fast yes. and the Furious? It was uh, remember, Furious 7. Remember Paul Walker? CGI Paul Walker wave, yeah. waving goodbye? and Yeah. yeah. We should the have watched Fast a Fast and, and the Furious instead of this. The seventh Fast and the Furious movie has more heart than JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable, Chapter 1. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Um... I think they'll make a part two of this. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> How much money did this make in theaters again? Well, not much. $72? I, I know it, it opened like in fifth place. So. Yeah. Um, well, before we get into that, in true stand and deliver tradition, uh, tell me all about what video games you're playing for the next um, 20 minutes. <laughs> No, because uh, I'm just How's playing Atomic Heart. Uh, yeah, it's Atomic Heart, which is like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. I, the reactions I've been seeing uh, from people make it seem like you are in the minority to even say that it is fine. I don't know. It's weird. I've seen reviews that are like eight out of ten, and others that are like six out of ten. And the thing is, yeah, I would agree with about... six, except the thing is, like, I mean actual six, not video game reviewer six, yeah. which would mean total garbage. I'm not talking about actual reviewers. I'm not one of these fancy intellectuals. I'm out here with the people. I'm listening to what the people have to say about Atomic Heart. Well, I'm a people. They say, they say it stinks. <laughs> no, it doesn't stink. Uh, it's, they say like, the gameplay stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, Mr. Brundle, everything stinks. <laughs> I've been seeing the, the most like uniform opinion I have seen for that game is the gameplay is just low rent Bioshock. It makes yeah, Bioshock kinda. Infinite look like Bioshock, and that the only reason to play the game is because the robots got big boobs, and I know that you're all about that. Th- those robots, like you see them once at the beginning, and I've not seen them again. I so. think that they come back later. Spoilers. I'm sure they do, but because uh, I, I had it's... a particular scene described to me as being very skeevy involving mm. the robots, so like I um, 
it's strange because it starts off very Bioshocky. Like the whole area you start in is like this facility. You go and collect these four cylinders, put them back in this thing for a tree to get you out for some reason. Uh, mm-hmm. But then after that, you're in these sort of large areas. Like you can drive vehicles around. Uh, there's like this ecosystem about like um, cameras. They'll spot you. They'll summon uh, other robots. Uh, you know, Bioshock's but, got like the turrets that go off when the camera yeah, spots you. Same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But the, uh, it's the, like they're, the plasma they're controlled machine rapes you. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, like you can hack into these other things to control the cameras, and from while you're using the cameras, you can use those to open gates you couldn't otherwise. There are these like big floating sort of uh, like bees' nest kind of because they uh, shoot these little flying robots that can repair things. And you can uh, like call those in for maintenance and then climb onto them and get to places that way. There, there's interesting stuff in it. Um, but yeah, the combat's kind of just whatever. Well, the, the writing is a, very strange. There's always a man, always a sex robot. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen some of the writing and it's... Crispy Critters! God. There's a part where between <laughs> between this and Forspoken yeah, 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 and yeah. High on Life, yeah, 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 like yeah. what is going on with the writing in video games? At least I, I'm understand going to High say... on Life, considering it's a Justin Roiland thing and it's extremely it's written as a Justin Roiland thing, but like Forspoken and this in particular seems like it's a botched job with the localization. All right, thanks for just stealing my tweets, I guess. Um, but <laughs> you keep showing them to me. What am I yeah, supposed to do? Because that you, other uh, steal otherwise, them. you're never going to see them because you're busy on some walled garden getting art tweets from art Twitter freaks. They're also racist, <laughs> and then complaining about it. Anyway, well, I mean, uh, it was an alarmingly racist thing that I. It is a uh, yeah. Then don't do it. Get bad. back to normal Twitter, where you can I see good like tweets about uh, how horrifying it would be to have Stewie Griffin as a baby. Uh, whatever good tweets is me tweeting and nobody interacting and then people going like where's larry i want to talk to larry show me larry (laughs) computer show me larry extremely annoying the people who followed me on twitter well uh, before i deleted my account i (laughs) whose fault is that the the nazi defenders preferable all right preferable anyway i'm probably not gonna finish a ton mccart I know very few people who have. I think most of them have just kind of bailed on that thing a couple hours in. Um, seen a few reviews that have finished it, and they still don't seem very positive about it. So, No, but again, like, I, I think it's just like a wholly mediocre game, which is not enough to hold my interest. So yeah, I, I wouldn't I, say it's bad. I kind of wonder how much of it is just, oh, the game is freshly out and a lot of people are more opinionated about something when it's brand new. Whereas I, I think that I think a I lot of it, mellow. I think a lot of it is because it's a Russian developer, honestly. Yeah. Well, they had to uh, reinstall the entire game with that patch to update their data capture software. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, there are a lot of people like, don't buy it, you're supporting Russia. Okay, man, like, the taxes from my payroll every week, like, that goes to bombing the Middle East or, like, whatever we're doing this week. I think it's still bombing the Middle East. I yeah, think that's probably. pretty much every week. Right, like, yeah. somewhere. It's, I don't know. I 
I expressed this to you and elsewhere. I will play that game when it's free on PS Plus in, uh, I don't know, June, July, maybe. I mean, that's why I'm playing it on Game Pass, because I'm not paying money for it. I wouldn't pay money for that. I'm not paying money for uh, Like a Dragon Ishin, a series that I enjoy, uh, because those games always hit $20 within, like, a month. So. yeah. I considered getting Game Pass to try out Atomic Heart, and then when I heard all the opinions about it, I was like, I would rather continue playing Oblivion. Oh, which I I kind of think I I hit my point where I ended up liking Oblivion. I think I came back round. I I previously was like, I think I'm about done with this. I think I've hit the Elder Scrolls wall that I always hit with these games, and then I saw like an AI interaction. I was like, I'm back in. (laughs) Yeah, it was like. A guard going up to a guy in this town and just like berating him about like a crime that had been committed or something. And I thought, oh, this is the hook for like a new side quest. I'm going to go over here and talk to them. And I talked to the guard and he was just like, you better get out of here right now. I swear to God. And then I like turned and talked to the criminal. And he basically was like, I will kill you where you stand (laughs) if you don't get out of my face. Hero of Kavash over here just trying to solve people's problems. And everyone's like, God, man, I don't care. Fuck off. Yep. Oblivion is like... That's peak Bethesda to me. Like, it's broken enough that it's entertaining, but not, like, it also hadn't reached the point where it was like, okay, great, it's this game again. Uh, like, yeah. that happened for me with Skyrim. Um, I just Fallout really, like, at least was a different enough setting that it was, like, tolerable. But Yeah, I want to get to New Vegas at some point because I keep hearing now that's good. about that one. Um, yeah, no, like, I just like, like that's that basically inter- them making a mod of Fallout 3, kind of. Yeah. But that interaction, I did, like left it kind of being like, oh, okay, God, I'm sorry, Jesus, fine, I'll leave. And then I went into this house, and this lady's like husband got trapped in a painting, and so yeah, I sure. got him out of there. Uh, she loves her husband a lot. I was very worried about him. Uh, got her husband back, reunited them, killed them both. I need to get into the Dark Brotherhood, so they have yes. died. Dark Brotherhood <laughs> quests are so good. I keep hearing this, and so I made a concentrated effort to murder innocent people. So I could initiate that. Great. Um, are you able to do like multiple guilds, or is it like once you're in one guild, you're pretty? No, much... you can do all of them. Okay. Is is the thieves or the fighters guild worth doing at all? Thieves, thieves. I remember being okay. okay. Uh, fighters. Uh... Fighters, I'm wary of because I just think like the weakest part of that game is its combat. Yeah, and I, if I think that's that, kind then... of mostly just sort of arena stuff. No, okay. I think that's what I assumed it to be, and I. Yeah, Thieves, is, Thieves is kind of interesting. Like, they'll task you going places and stealing stuff. Okay, it's kind of like, cool. hey, this is sort of like Thief, but broken. Yeah. At the start of this podcast, when I said to talk about Atomic Heart for 20 minutes, I was joking, but we actually did just end up talking about video games for 10 minutes. We, we probably should talk about the. Yeah. Diamond is Unbreakable, Chapter 1, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Movie. I'm Larry Davis. With me, as always, is George Brundle. We're here to talk about a movie directed by Takashi Miike. Uh, great directors made a lot of great movies. This one's probably awesome. <laughs> it's probably uh, very good. It, it's interesting <laughs> because this is basically like. Have you, like, have you watched Mithrigan yet? Did you no. watch this before Mithrigan? <laughs> I told you I'm waiting. Like the unrated ones out like next week, so I might as well just wait for it. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's true. They uh. This is basically like almost Sin City levels of this is just the comic, but in live action, except unlike Sin City, it somehow ends up way worse. 
they drain a lot of the personality from it is yeah. the problem they try to give this thing like a more realistic feel and setting uh it's a much much darker interpretation of part four like the way that this thing opens with the whole like murder scene going on inside well, the... no i don't agree with that like it's darker overall yeah i couldn't like, see for... what was happening half the time oh like literally darker <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, i mean both of. I mean both, actually. Like, it is a very darkly lit movie, but I thought that the way that it handled the subject matter was darker than at least the show. The comic, I think maybe there's an argument there that that is handled. Okay, well, first dark. of all, I'm going to say maybe this is the copy of the movie you got somewhere, because I don't remember it being super dark. Um, Like, that opening part kind of is, because it's at night and raining. Um, oh, that's what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget? <laughs> well, I can't go back and check because I rented it on Voodoo. Oh, and really? My my rental has expired. Yeah, so Sucker. I could have I could have bought it, and then I thought, no, <laughs> why would I pay eight dollars for this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like well. I watched a few trailers and I was like, I'm okay paying four bucks as part of a project as an assignment. I'm not buying this movie. Okay, well, um, in this if version, you buy the movie, Angelo... you're supporting the Russian government. It's... <laughs> in this movie, Angelo is not a child rapist and murderer, <laughs> at least. I forgot he was a child rapist. I thought that yep. that was uh, Alessi. No. Uh, Alessi, I guess, just. The whole thing was the they children. said, like, Angelo, like, his first victims, it was, like, three young boys that he raped and killed. Oh, okay. Well, here it's just like he just killed, like, some guy. I think yeah. it was only one even and then he cuz like the lady was still alive at the beginning and then he gets I thought that they mentioned that he has killed other people before but they, they don't say anything specific. They say like when he got out of when he broke out of prison he killed like yeah. eight people or he, something but you know to be fair he also doesn't bite a dog's nose off which I was disappointed nope. to see they did not try to adapt. He doesn't uh dress up as a male uh milkman either. Oh yeah, it's true. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> took out all took out all the good parts the dog mutilation the kid rape <laughs> all the things you come to jojo's bizarre adventure for not what you're looking for this movie um, koichi is like a regular sized human what is this i was available that's all i'm saying so i would have totally okay. flown out to like venice or wherever this is shot <laughs> so, this decidedly non-japanese looking town here's which, the thing the, all right I have a I have something to say about this. Uh I believe this to be an Adam Sandler situation. Oh, Takeshi Miki wants to go on vacation. Yep, because uh, most okay. of the actors in this are kind of like they're in a lot of other Miki movies. Specifically, uh. there's some in 13 Assassins. Like uh Josuke's grandpa and uh Jotaro. Both in Thirteen Assassins. They both looked really familiar to me. I have not yeah. seen Thirteen Assassins, but I bet I have seen them in something else. Oh, the, well, his grandpa was also like the friend in Audition, so he's been in multiple Takashi okay. Miike movies. It's been a long time since um, I've seen Audition, but so yes, the the um <laughs> the great Takashi Miike thought. What's what's like the most defining thing about Diamond is Unbreakable? Oh right, the fact that it takes place in a small, like rural Japanese town. Mm -hmm. 
we're going to shoot this in a city in Spain. <laughs> Nobody will be able to tell the difference. They have aerial shots of this town that is very clearly not Japan. No, but everybody inhabiting this town is Japanese, and they are like, oh god. They it's, put so... up some banners with the Morio logo on it, as yeah. if that's going to uh, fool anybody. So here's here's my complaint about this. The the town of Morio looks a very specific way. Yeah, I don't know if it is like definably this is a very like Japanese town visually necessarily because it all looks like extremely suburban. There's parts of it that just look very like American suburban to me. Kind of. But it's got a very particular look to it. And, you know, I don't want to bring up the, oh, the, the location's also a character thing. But like that is true of part four. Morio sure. is a very crucial part of that segment of the overall jojo's bizarre adventure story i mean that's that's why when persona 4 decided to rip it off entirely like they, yeah. they were like we're going to make inaba basically look like morio yeah but uh i'd say inaba looks more rural japanese than morio does yeah i guess so but um it's like in particular it's the construction of the homes that i'm getting caught up on here mm -hmm. um but that's the, the town has like no character in this movie it's completely incidental to everything that is happening morio itself feels hollow and then it also takes you out of the movie because it is very visibly a spanish city yeah. so yeah none of that works for me i do not like that i'm glad takeshi miki got a vacation between shooting like 300 <laughs> movies in a year but yeah it's a me morio <laughs> We probably said that at some point. <laughs> doing part four. Yeah. So I I'm with you. I'm extremely bothered by the setting. But also I think like the set design's not particularly good either. No, it just kinda looks bland. Yeah. Yeah. Here, all right. That's number one in what grinds my gears. Number two, can you guess what it is? Hold on. Before we totally move away from that, the, the comment about bland set design, Joe's case house has like zero personality. That is absolutely a house that they found that they were able to shoot in. Yeah, it's how like location <laughs> shooting on or location works. You could do you you can create your own sets for a town yes, and you your can. own like enclosed locations for like in the interior of buildings. They did not do that. They just went there. They rented out a house. What for a do while. you think the budget was on this movie? Uh, not enough that they made their money back. What? It was not. It was not low enough that they made their money back. Oh, okay. I guess still so. higher than what the box office was. That's for goddamn sure. Uh, what's your set? Your second thing that grinds your gears uh, that you wanted me to guess? Yeah. Um, hmm. It's a major thing throughout this whole movie. Josuke does not look convincingly like Josuke. Yes. Uh, just in general, I think the casting is absolute crap. Here's 50-year-old Jotaro, even though... <laughs> Jotaro looking emaciated, like he just came out of the cancer ward. What is this? <laughs> like, <laughs> Jotaro's supposed to be like six and a half feet tall and muscular, and here you just get this little guy, like he's just out here like... Josuke, Josuke, have you ever heard of what is st <coughs> stand? 
Excuse he's hobbling, me. hobbling around on a single crutch that's like taped together. He's he's got instead of his regular hat, he has a tiny Tim hat. It's just <laughs> half empty, like lukewarm bowl of gruel that's in his like one shaking hand. Yeah, Jotaro's um, got a touch of the consumption. Yeah, he does not. The casting is not very good. I liked um, the casting for Josuke's grandpa at the very least, which Josuke's yeah, grandpa feels fun. like actually like more of a character in this, which is one thing that I do like about it. But they left out the part where Josuke's mom slams a guy's head into a car door. Yeah, it's also upsetting. And his um, and the grandpa's like, "Ho ho, that's my daughter." She's still a babe, though. Eh, I guess. She's still a babe. Sure. She's still a babe. Anyway, uh, yeah, the the casting, I actually like in terms of the acting, I like Joe's K, but yeah, he doesn't really look. Oh, I did hard. not. I, he he does not pull off, especially when he's supposed to be angry. Like he just does not pull it off at all. Yeah, the the anger bits could use some work, but I don't. Know, I found his acting to be charming. I think I would enjoy him a lot more in a different movie as a different character. To me, it seems like this. He must be like a model or something that they found. I was yeah. like, you want to be in a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure movie? Yeah, we don't give a crap about the casting for this. You want in? We're going to Spain. <laughs> Hop All in the chance. We're trip. heading to Spain. <laughs> you want to go to Spain, don't you? I want to have a whole conversation later about what would happen if sequels in this were made, but I really wonder what the casting would have been like for a Joseph Joestar. Oh, I don't know. I really, really wonder. Um, who would you say would be good casting if you were actually trying to cast a Joseph Joestar? Man, I don't I know. Have, I have an answer, but it is only a Japanese actor, which technically would not work, because yeah. if, if you're being authentic to this, Joseph would have to be cast with like an English actor. I mean, also, though, if, like if they were being authentic, then Josuke would be like half white. Yeah. Uh, Joe Taro too, because Holly uh, is a Holly is Joseph's daughter. Holly's a white girl. <laughs> Joe Taro is half Japanese. Did you get disconnected? Where are you? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, no. I'm trying to think. Is no, isn't Joe Taro? He's half Japanese. Okay. His father, because remember that whole bit at the end of part two where Joseph is just like, I never get to see my daughter anymore because she moved all the way to Japan and married some I Japanese thought... guy, and my grandson barely gets to see me. I will never forgive the it's Japanese. Gra- yeah, but it's his grandson. Jotaro is Joseph's grandson, so I think there's like, I think his but... mom is like half Japanese, and then his dad was Japanese. I'm sorry, did you say Josuke or Jotaro? Jotaro. No, because his mom is Holly Joestar. Okay. Holly Joestar. I don't remember. It's been so long. Do you think Susie Q is Japanese? Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't remember any of this stuff. The family tree is such a nightmare. All right. Start playing on my own grandpa. No, I'm not doing (laughs) it. It doesn't matter. But yes, I did appreciate that they have him speaking English when talking to Joseph on the phone. Yeah. Um, anyway, who Jos- would you cast as Joseph? Uh, so I don't have a good answer for like an English actor, but if you were to cast like a Japanese person in the role of Joseph Joestar, beat Takeshi. Yeah, like a hundred percent. He would. He, he would, would nail be pretty that. Good. Yeah. Um, and Takeshi Miki could probably get beat Takeshi. 
Yeah, he's made I'm sure he has before. before. Law of averages. Every actor in Japan has probably been in a Takeshi Miike movie just based on how many he's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the, the like, casting I feel like is old Joseph right? though, like if you could sort of pluck someone from history, it would be um I'm Love blanking on his well. name, but the guy from Ikiru, who was oh, in like a lot of uh, Akira Kurosawa's movies, like he no, would be good sure. like part four Joseph. Hmm. Well, we'll never know because they are never making a sequel to this motion picture. It is not happening. Um, so th- the um, the other thing about this is what content they had to cut and what content they ed- ended up adding for this presumably first chapter of part four. Uh, there's a lot more Yukako. A lot, yeah. a lot more. Oh, well, like I don't... for the time, yes, because she doesn't yes. really appear until later. I would say she probably has nearly the same amount of screen time as she does in the anime if you exclude the episodes where she kidnaps Koichi. Yeah, probably. Um, so there's quite a bit of her. She shows up much more early in this uh, they give you kind of a few hints that she already has like stand abilities. Um, I do like the bit where, uh, like Koichi sees Joe's K like screwing around with a bunch of chicks, and she's just like, "You want me to kick his ass for you? I'll be, I'll beat him up. I'll beat up anyone. I'll kill somebody." Yeah, I, I would say like, uh, Yukako is like probably the best cast person in this movie. Yeah, she's pretty good. Yeah. Um, kind of liked the actor for okusaku but maybe that's just because he i has really the like voice okusaku. down it's yeah. okuyasu by the way <laughs> <You'll>... <laughs> I we're back to, to this again <laughs> sure i may not remember what character is white <laughs> but i know his name's okuyasu <laughs> huge Jap- japanophile larry davis trying to <laughs> turn characters japanese <laughs> i really think so um yeah no, so no, there's the, a part the, where you hear him go like anaki from off screen it was like oh yeah he can yeah. do that pretty well yeah uh so the content that they choose to cover in this is angelo through the nijimura fight and that yes. is where this movie ends and instead of at the end of the nijimura fight instead of uh i think the, the guy's name's akira right who has red hot chili pepper akira otoishi i believe yeah um, instead of it being him, it's sheer heart attack that ends up killing um, the elder Nijimura. K. Nijimura. First name. Yeah. I always forget that guy's name. Yeah. Mostly because he shows up for this one bit <laughs> and dies, and Okuyasu is sad about it for like a couple episodes, and then he's never brought up again. Yeah. Um, Actually, I would say he was pretty good in this, too. The like, Both Nijimura brothers were fine. He's fine but also like i didn't enjoy the look of him in this he's way too racist <laughs> what, the what did you think he's supposed to be white too now Come no on. this is this is my jotaro is not six feet tall and jacked thing like the elder nijimura is supposed to be like a way more buff dude well you're feeling he's... like the white jotaro kujo <laughs> No, he's like uh, five foot two and very effeminate, and it just didn't sell me on that character. Yeah. Um, I I, and I understand. That. We've had this conversation too about Jotaro and how he has changed design wise over time to suit what Araki's like artistic changes are. And like he's become more slender and effeminate over time. 
but yeah, I think like you and I are like internalized version of what he's supposed to look like is a linebacker. Yes. And so like they should get uh, someone from New Japan pro wrestling to play Jotaro. Yeah. Yes. Get, get Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> I would be way into that. Yes, please do it. <laughs> get Kevin Nash to play him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin Nash would be a good Joseph. Now there you go. The yeah, next that would be really good, actually. <laughs> like, just, part three uh, Joseph, anyway. Get Vince or whoever the fuck else is running that company on the blow where I got a property <laughs> for them to license. Well, I, I, don't think, I don't think you'd have to contact Vince to get Kevin Nash. I think he's, he's, he's out on his own now. Has been for quite some time. Hire Kevin Nash on Cameo to be in our part four <laughs> movie. He'll do it for $13 and, like, a Jersey Mike sub. Um, actually, no, not even that. He would settle for like a Subway sandwich. Come on, Kevin Nash. He's in John Wick. He's in demand. People, you're not gonna get Kevin Nash cheap. All right, all right. If he you was say Super so. Shredder, <laughs> that's why I suggest him for this. <laughs> he was in the Punisher movie because <laughs> I'm just imagining him as Joe Joe Taro. Doesn't actually have any spoken lines. Just grunts and rage screams <laughs> and like breaks through walls and shit. Okay, this seems pretty good <laughs> I would also bastardize part 4 But I would do it in a much more interesting way Than Takeshi Miki Stop, uh, stop saying Takeshi Miki <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry Takeshi Miki <sighs> that, I mean, That's basically what you're saying already Takeshi Mikey? Yeah, he loves How do it I say it? Mike. 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 This is okay. the worst. Mike. Okay, I got it now. All right. We're good. All right. Um, good. Yeah, so this this covers up through the. the it's also Takashi, by the way, not Takeshi. Well, I'm not going to memorize that. <laughs> okay. All right. As long you're as you get Mike correct. You're just going to have to get. You're going to get what you get. You're going to have to deal with it. Um. <laughs> So it covers this very early portion, which I think is pretty much like all you can realistically cover within the span of one movie. So I think the content that they decided to adapt is is good. Yeah, I don't really know how else you could do it. I yeah. think this is kind of the best way to go about it. It needs more dog shit CGI, I think, personally. <laughs> I like that. I, I, I liked how like sort of bad and cartoonish the stands looked. I, I liked it because there's a lot of, like, it, the movie's treated with, again, I think it has a much more self-serious tone than the anime, which is more jocular, even if it has, like, some really grim stuff in the background, like what Angelo did. Yeah. And it's much more brightly lit. Of course, there's vibrant colors all did, over the place. Characters have these insane outfits and everything. And like, Did this come out that... before the anime? I think it might have. You may have to look that up, otherwise right. I'll make the clicky clacks into the microphone, and I know how much you hate that. Yes, um, I do. But they've, they've just, like, they've drained all the color and all the personality, all the weirdness out of the movie, and have grounded it so much more, and that just, like, you're getting rid of too much of what makes JoJo's Bizarre Adventure what it is. I don't want a grounded, real JoJo's. That's not what I come to JoJo for. 
And like, I think you could still do a completely ridiculous movie that is more faithful to the source material. I mean, there's plenty of absolutely insane madcap Japanese movies. Uh, this came out right after the anime finished. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. What is the point? I don't know. Like, why, why would someone watch that and be like, mm, yes, now I will see the movie that is... I wonder if it was just like, uh, let's capitalize on this because it's in everybody's consciousness right now kind of thing. Maybe. Strike while the iron's hot. Oh no, now the iron is as cold as ice. You fucked up. This movie's <laughs> terrible. Uh, no the, one went the, to see it. By no the way, one. The, yes, the total box office take. Do you want to guess what it was? Oh god. Um You can do like American dollars. Okay, good. What? Yeah, cuz there's no way I'm guessing yen for this thing cuz it's probably like well, 8 trillion yen and then it turns <laughs> out that's would, like You just take whatever your, your guess is and times 100. But... I want to say this made something really pitiful like $12,000. No, not that bad. Not that bad. Okay. Uh 70,000. No, you're still way low. Like really? it's it's bad, but it's not abysmal like that. A hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. No, it made uh. Okay, in U.S. dollars, about nine million. That's way more than this movie deserves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't find where the what the uh, budget was though. So. Uh, definitely more than nine million. You had to fly all those people to Spain. You had to pay them at the same time. I think even that, like alone, would top over nine million. Securing uh, your locations, not even including the CGI budget for this yet, which again is not great. But director I, Director Takashi Miike was already familiar with the manga. He said he wanted the film to have a slightly western feel, and to be able to incorporate the large buildings that appear in the original work. What is he talking mission, about? <laughs> mission accomplished. What, what large buildings were in the original work? I, I don't know. I don't, there's that tower with the Pepsi sign, but that's like a four-story yeah. tall building. Yeah. I don't oh. think he's read the manga. <laughs> I think he's confused. I, it just says, Mike recalled the Spanish city of Sitges, I don't know Which he had visited for the Sitges Film Festival And decided so to film absolutely, there So he absolutely just wanted to come back to this place That he had a good time at Yep 100% Yep Oh man In Spain, Mike had to use a local crew that did not speak Japanese <laughs> <laughs> I do remember reading that bit and thinking like Well this movie probably did not turn out very good if there was a communication barrier between the people directing the movie and, like, the crew. <laughs> the people who need to put it together. I'd be fine. It turns out, no, it's not. It's terrible. Bad it's movie. fine. It's um, all fine. But yeah, I, I think that it treats itself in a more serious tone and it is also more of like a horror movie i think it's trying to like push itself more into the horror genre instead of the like mm, kind of action I think that's always nature. there though like especially with the angelo stuff i can't i think it's just a tonal thing though like i know that jojo's bizarre adventure is technically supposed to be like part horror part action but yeah. the tone I mean, that, of part... that part just kind of comes and goes the tone of part four, I think, is just so much more light overall and so much more bright and kind of fun. And I 
part of that is I'm referencing the TV show more yes. than the manga necessarily. I, I think that's sort of the main thing here, is you're mostly yeah. remembering the anime and the colors in it, which are very cool. But yeah. again, uh, Angelo was a child rapist and murderer. You've got, uh, he bit the dog's nose off. Yeah. Um, no, There's I still just... The whole bit with their dad being deformed and... So I will say in, in this movie, they make, they make him look appropriately gross oh, yeah. in this movie. He is disgusting. Yeah, I wanted to stomp him to death myself. <laughs> well, you may be confusing him for Shigechi. That's a different character. <laughs> oh, man, imagine that. if they got to Shigechi. <laughs> they, no, they would have fucked it up because they already fucked up like Koichi and they probably would have made Shigechi look too much like a normal human being. Yeah. Because that's another problem I have with this is like all the costume designs and everything make people seem much more normal. Like mm -hmm. Jotaro is probably the most fantastical looking out of all of them because they still try to do like the hair hat thing with him. Yeah. But like Okuyasu and Jotaro, or not Jotaro, Josuke's like uniforms are much, much, much closer to regular Japanese school uniforms. Yeah, Okuyasu does not have like the dollar signs everywhere. Yeah, he, d he does have them on the collar, but they're still like subdued. Yeah, it's not like all over like it is supposed to be. Yeah. Dagnabbit. Which, which is part of what makes it like so jarring when there is stuff that's much more accurate to the manga and the anime that pops up. Like the stand designs, of well, course, stands, but even yeah. stuff like Angelo Rock yeah. looking straight up like it does. And yeah, it's a uh, I just don't like the de the design of it at all. I think it's terrible. Okay. What are well, your thoughts? Uh, no, basically, <laughs> well, I started with this, and like okay. I gave you my thoughts. Don't like the setting. Don't like the casting. It's basically just watching the anime again, except not as good. Yeah, like there's kind of no real reason to watch this. Like even yeah, if you think about just like time, it's not even particularly compressed. Like if you just watch the episodes, it would probably take about the same amount of time. Roughly, yeah. I, I think they're probably Especially shortening like, it taking by out about, like openings and exit. Uh, yeah. Whatever. They're probably shortening it by about like 30, 40 minutes overall. Maybe. Yeah, if that, but yeah, just no reason to watch this. The the anime is way better. Read the manga. Manga is way better. In fact, actually, um, I'm going to look at um the episode list to see. <laughs> you're going to run, you're going to do the JoJo numbers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're over here with your, like, your, uh, that like uh, green visor <laughs> yeah. thing. It got your like crank calculator. And... Yeah, you're thinking of that part in the mask, huh? Right. So, yes. Cranking. Yeah. Exactly. It, this is the first five episodes. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's like a. It was a two-hour movie, right? Yeah. So if you consider their. Well, shit. Twenty twenty-two minutes, even with opening and ending, like that, <laughs> it's about the same. So. But again, I think a lot of this is stuff that you could not reasonably cut out anyway. Like, the whole thing with Angelo is it's very much setting the audience up for what to expect and explaining stands again for people who are just coming into that part and maybe haven't read or watched part three. But they also and, kind of do that for like the episodes, too. Yeah, that's, they have that's all what I'm saying. Stuff is, about the era. Yeah. yeah, okay. But that's what I'm saying is like I think you have to include all that. I don't think that there's any way you can tell a coherent story when you're looking at it as just this one part as a singular thing and not have all that stuff. 
Um, I'll also say, though, it's strange that considering most of the stands are just 100% one-to-one of what they look like in other forms, mm-hmm. it's weird that Bad Company doesn't. Like, they, kind yeah. of just, they just look like little soldier guys instead of uh, those sort of, like, mummy soldiers that yeah, they're supposed that is to. Yeah, weird. I, think I hadn't considered looks that. Looks way less cool as a result, too. Yeah. So this brings me to the question that I had prepared for you, because I figured that this wasn't going to be a very long recording, because, boy, there ain't much to say about this movie. Let's say that he was able to continue. Let's say this was enough <laughs> okay, of his success. Okay, Ben Shapiro. Let's say, hypothetically speaking, <laughs> yeah. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure made all of its money back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Movie was too woke for me. <laughs> <laughs> They've made JoJo's Bizarre Adventure woke. <laughs> I wonder if people are actually going to make that argument about Part Nine. Oh, maybe. This is the whole Dragona thing. I wonder there's going to be a bunch of shitheads out there that are like, they made JoJo's Bizarre Adventure woke when it's like one of the most gay mangas <laughs> currently <laughs> in really production. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't think so, because I think if so, they already would have done that with Stone Ocean. Possibly, yeah. But I, I wonder more if it's like it's a current thing, since it's currently coming out in the current climate. Stone Ocean oh. just finished. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this. Um, but it also existed as a manga already. Everyone right, should right, have known right. what to Okay, expect. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stone Ocean doesn't, well, I guess technically Foo Fighters is gender non-conforming. Uh, sure. Just in a different sort of way i suppose mm-hmm. um now i wonder but i read that uh first hypothetically speaking if this had made its money back what okay well i just wanted to talk about jojo lands for a second i don't it's, it's very good I, great you're jamming you out read... to do a loop do a leapa great you should uh, read it it's a friggin 60 page long yeah, chapter what's a rocky doing <laughs> well you know it's like when you have a pilot and you make it two hours I don't know that he's ever done that before for a first chapter of a JoJo's. I don't know. Unless it happened in like Steel Ball Run or uh, uh, Jojolian, but I think Steel I Ball no Run, it, it might have. Because the whole thing with that was when it started, he did not say it was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It probably yeah. wasn't supposed to be, honestly, when no, it, it started. It, 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 it was. So actually, I read uh, about this a few days ago. He wanted it to be Joseph's Bizarre Adventure. He was doing it as a continuation, but because the publisher was different, the publisher was like, we want you to name it a different thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, we want you to differentiate this as, like, your all-new manga, because we think that is what's going to bring readers over to our magazine. Uh, which is a bit stupid, because you think it would be, oh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure has moved to a different magazine. I will move with it. Yeah. So I don't know. Japanese like editorial staff, real staff in comic. I, I mean, I, yeah, I was going to say like they're they're strange, but also uh, I've heard plenty of stuff about the staff at DC and Marvel that yeah, it's like that just seems to be standard in the comic industry, I suppose. Yeah, editorial bosses no that have no idea want. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So my hypothetical was, if this made its money back Dan and Didio. they were able to. Break. Glad he's you gone. Fucker, we're putting you on notice, Dan Didio. Had it with him. <laughs> Larry's got gears to grind. And they're all for you, Dan. It's all for you, Dan. <laughs> yeah. So if they 
if they made their money back and they got to finish out part four, I think that you you would do it as a trilogy. I think mm. I don't think that you would do four or five movies. I think that the for the thought experiment you get three. Yeah, I I think it would the next one would kind of be fighting uh, Kira in sort of his normal form, and then the third movie would be the whole bit with him pretending to be what's his name. Here's my problem with that. I think there's too much ground to cover before you fight Kira. And it's ground that you need to have again for a coherent story. No, you don't. You need to have the fight with Yukako because they've already introduced that character and they're leading up to that thing. I mean, they they could have that happen, yeah. But I'm saying that... But I'm saying that has to. But you also need to introduce Rohan. You need to introduce... um, Remy and the alleyway and the whole backstory for Kira. You need to introduce Sagechi because Sagechi here at least. They did, yeah. But you you still have to go through those steps to get there. You have to introduce Sagechi because Sagechi <sighs> dying to Kira is part of like the reason that everyone gets even more invested into finding out who he is. You got to do all that shit before you actually get to Kira. I think the second movie ends with Sagechi dying. Okay. I think the third movie opens with them finding him and having that normal fight, and then the rest of the movie is trying to figure out where he went to and then culminating the way that it does in part four. Yeah, because like, if you think about... like, If this is covering five episodes, then... Or did they just yeah. adapt everything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do like... That would be what, terrible. Eight, eight movies. Yeah. Um, I'd, he could yeah, knock like, that like out you in could a year. Sk- Come on. Yeah, Mika, good. Um, but yeah, you could skip like Tenemura and all of that stuff. Yeah, I don't think you need that. Um, you probably the UFO don't guy, need the. You don't really yeah, need. I was gonna say the alien guy, the pylon guy, um, highway star as much Junk as you like. Junkin' boy, you absolutely don't need. No. Um, there was. I kind of think you don't need Joseph Joestar. Hmm. Well, you don't that's... need Octung Baby for sure. No, I that would <laughs> talk about this movie being more of a horror show. Like if you put that fucking baby in it, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, no, I think like Joseph. Realistically, I don't think he actually adds that much outside of the way that he relates to Joe's K. But I think that if you just kind of leave it at Joe's K, going like, you know what, my mom loved my dad, and that's no. all I need at the end, and you move on from that. Yeah. Well. A large part of uh, his presence was when he's being threatened by Akira Otoishi, who apparently does not exist in this version, so yeah, that removes him from there, too. And again, it would require you casting an English actor, which I don't think that they would bother to do, so I think Joseph gets the cut. I think you just kind of mention him in the background, and that's it. Maybe. Again, I think if you're you're already scaling everything back as much as they have for this first movie is watching two more of that to get a condensed version of the plot worth it, and absolutely not. No. Because that's also sort of the thing, that's kind of an issue I have with this, is that part of what I like the most about Part 4 is its strange meandering structure for the first half of it. Yeah. And how it's like there's no overarching villain until halfway through. I think yeah. that's really cool. Um, it's much maybe, more relaxed maybe, uh, and slow paced, which makes this an especially weird part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to try to do an adaptation for. 
Yeah. You could probably do a single movie for Phantom Blood or even Battle Tendency. Yeah, yeah, you could for Phantom Blood for sure. Um, Battle Tendency, uh, you could probably do it. You'd have to cut stuff out of that, but I think you could still tell a a very concise story. Phantom Blood, you probably wouldn't need to cut out much at all. No, Phantom Blood would be a 40-minute long movie. It would not even (laughs) qualify as a motion picture. No, like your (laughs) your first act would be... Like Jonathan and Dio when they yeah, were young. kids and yeah. learning, uh, whatever. Then you get the middle part where he learns about Hamon, and then finally showdown with Dio. You don't have they to have all of those fights in between, or yeah, whatever. but they wouldn't put him kicking Danny the dog in there at all. <laughs> Probably not. Pussified Japanese film. They wouldn't show Crap. it in the furnace. Ugh. That, again, it all comes back to this. Either, at this point, it? is it worth it? Uh, in the furnace? Yeah. Didn't show him, like, throwing him in the furnace? I don't know if it shows him getting thrown in, but he's definitely in the furnace. Well, I know he's in the furnace. That's why I'm asking, was he shown in the furnace? Schrodinger's Danny? <laughs> Schrodinger's Danny. <laughs> Danny, California. I don't know why I said that. I'm, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> this movie... Just... My brain stopped working. A long time ago I Saw that picture of Joe's K looking absolutely dumbfounded <laughs> Same thing happened to you It's like they didn't tell That's... him the cameras were on There's this, the, the guy he's, Has the lady hostage in front of the convenience store And it shows the crowd and Joe's K standing there And Joe's K is just, there, just No thoughts Just blankly staring ahead Mouth agape Like come on man no thoughts, only Josuke. Yeah. That needs to be the thumbnail for this episode, by the way. <laughs> okay, fine. Because we're not we're not covering a specific part necessarily, it's just the movie, so it needs to be the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, just like if you needed to condense this whole movie into like a single frame, that's it, man. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the one. <laughs> just the strange baby face Josuke you can't act. <laughs> That's, I mean, yes. that's basically Mostly the same expression I, I had when watching it. the movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think you could probably even adapt, like, part three into two movies. Hmm. I think you could do, because a lot of part three is just a monster of the week kind yeah, of thing, it is. and you could cut a ton of that out. Yeah, you could probably do it in two, yeah. I guess. Like 80% of part 3 is completely superfluous To like any real plot progression It is but you you gotta have like Polnareff in there You gotta have like the main crew And introducing them would take a while It would that, I think that would be like most of the first movie Is introducing them and then maybe having like One real <laughs> ultimate... a Terrible movie Imagine would... that just like here's a movie It's showing you all of the All of the main <laughs> characters This is Avdol yeah, yeah, you'd have to have this the This is Kakuin. You'd have to have the Kakuin fight. Avdol gets introduced like fairly smoothly though. Like I mean Avdol's not... there right at the beginning, like he's just yeah. at the jail. Joseph's yeah. just like, hey, check out my pal. His name's it's Avdol. Re- he has a a bird man with him. It's really just like Kakuin and Polnareff. And I think like you at the end of that first movie you'd have to have a big fight before they finally make it to Egypt, and you'd probably do like whole horse as that fight. And uh the, the dude whose hands are backwards. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that would work all right. 
Or maybe like even Inyaba is like the the big final threat or something. No, like that. absolutely not. Um, That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> but yeah, like the second movie would be the easier one to do because it's really just you got to introduce uh, Iggy and you, yeah, you'd have that just, fight against the blind guy. And... Yeah, just show up. That's where you have. Uh, oh, that's a baseball. Yeah, you would do the the Darby. I think you would do the Darby gambling fight honestly because that's like one of the best fights that, that would be like a good opening too like that you could would, do that almost yeah. like a james bond opening or something just yeah. cold open on that yeah that'd be pretty good well actually i think Iggy's not has Iggy actually like linked up with them by that point no i think that's later Iggy, i think shows up uh it might it are might be not, are they not in egypt by that point is that like the final fight that they have before they actually get there I don't remember who oh was white. God. Now you're asking me to remember. <laughs> like, are they in Egypt at that point? I don't know. I remember they were in a bar. Larry is so non-racist. He doesn't even see white people. <laughs> it's more that in anime, everybody looks the same. Unless, oh, well, no. well, well, now Larry is the most racist. <laughs> well, unless they go Mr. Popo mode, which is its own set of problems. <laughs> Like, that's the thing, everybody has to look the same, because if you try to, like, draw race in a manga, then it just all, that goes sideways fast. I'm just glad that after insisting that Poochie is black for the longest time, I was finally right about one character's race. (laughs) Yeah, you're right about that. Finally. Um, Finallyfast.com But yeah, no, most of that movie, I think, would just be the fight against Vanilla Ice and ultimately Dio. Like, you'd have to do those two in particular. Yes. And you gotta show the dog die. You have to show the dog die. Well, yeah, so you'd have to have the pet shop fight with Iggy. Can you imagine how shitty the CGI would be on Iggy? Yeah. It would just cartoonify him, but then, like, again, if you're doing the Takeshimiki thing, it's like... Everything how, else would still hand, be grounded. Like, how good would it be if, like, it's just a regular dog for most of it, and then when he like turns into his like weird humanoid form, that's when they do the CGI. I that would be really be good. The, I kind of wanted to be the CGI the entire time because if the rest of the movie is super grounded, it would look dumb as shit from the second that he's on screen. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he was clearly drawn more like a regular dog. At first. Yeah, for like two chapters. Well, the whole thing was until a stand manifested. And then I think he like, he turns back into it, doesn't he? Like when he's not using the stand? No. But then uh, I think at a certain point he just like looks like that all the time, but. Yeah, he just looks like that all the time. I'm I'm pretty sure that there, it was kind of a gradual-ish thing where he began to look more and more humanoid because Rocky just kind of changed the design as he goes. Mm, Um, I remember it being like intentional but i don't know okay. it's been like it's been 15 years since we have watched part three so <laughs> exactly I'm so far removed from it at this point i kind of want to watch that ova because i really like the art style in that but every time i've tried to sit down and watch it it's a similar thing to this movie where it's like oh god you guys somehow managed to find a way to make this boring and it's like not even that they're doing a less accurate uh adaptation of it necessarily it's just that like the sound design just isn't really there and the characters kind of behave in a way that's more flat and the acting feels more subdued why why don't you use this opportunity to talk about what you think about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R 
That's an excellent point, Larry Davis, of Stand and Deliver, <laughs> Joe like Joe's Adventure Podcast. We have plenty of time. Hey, speaking of JoJo things that suck. <laughs> That's um, right. All-Star Battle R. It's not good. Nope, it is not. <laughs> um, they, uh, no story mode? I'm oh, kind of. There's a not so the one of the most irritating parts of that game to me is there is no story mode. It's just this sort of like you go, you got like different panels. It's almost laid out like kind of a comic book kind of thing. You go between it, it, each it's panels and each page, basically. Yeah, and some of them are fights that are from the actual part, and then there's other ones that are kind of like these bonus battles, and those are generally like more difficult. They're more of a challenge. Yeah, my problem is they don't order them correctly so like you'll have two pages for part four and page two will be like the fight between josuke and okiyasu and like the ultimate battle for like the end of that page is the one against like regular david bowie kira and then you go to page one and it's all this stuff that takes place after page two it's backwards and they do this multiple times and the thing is you're not going like right to left through this menu like it's a manga it's still like navigating left to right so it's just straight up backwards so every time i want to do the fights in the order that they are in the part i have to keep bouncing between different pages it's infuriating okay i don't 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 care about that it's stupid (laughs) the menu design is awful because you keep having these like dialogue boxes that pop up of like different characters that aren't actual fighters just saying a bunch of dumb shit things but like the way that they organize those boxes on the screen they have it popping over like menu items and things you actually need to like see and read and navigate so shut that off like immediately this I just makes navigating that being an issue. it's it's irritating to me because there's enough room on the actual bottom of the screen for you to put that there but they like nudge it all the way up over menu items for some reason there's all this blank space okay what about actually playing it though Love it. <laughs> no. Um, it's a it's a bummer. A lot of the yep. combos don't seem like they actually like smoothly transition into one another. Everything feels it's... strangely laggy. Even though yeah. like that's actually significantly better than the original version. I imported this for the PlayStation 3 back in the day. Uh mm-hmm. because I liked JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and thought, well, if JoJo's fighting game can't miss it's from cyber connect uh who made uh several naruto games some of which are very good this mm-hmm. this is not no everyone kind of feels very sluggish when you're just even like trying to close distance between characters yeah the the like the only part that sort of feels correct are just the mash square auto combos <laughs> That, well, that's the thing, too, is you're pretty much incentivized to just use those because mm-hmm. trying to, like, pop off any actual combo just feels like it leaves you open too much. Like, you can't re- not reliably knock enemies down unless you're doing the auto combo. Yeah, um, like, a lot of them just have, like, insane recovery and nothing is safe, which is kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, I do like the dramatic finishes, which are if you finish yeah. an opponent with a uh like a heat heart attack or something like that uh or like just your ultimate move then 
if you do it on a certain part of the arena, it will trigger this like cutscene at the end of the match that is based off of something from that location in the actual like manga. Yeah, it's so, it's based on the characters too, and like what move you use. Like if you use this move from Dio against Jonathan on the castle stage, then it will I, give you that. I think they changed that then, because it's just no matter what character initiating or receiving, it's the same cutscene. I don't think that's right. I think they may have changed that because so there's specifically the uh, alleyway, uh, Remy's alleyway from yes. Part Four is one of the ones you can trigger, and I love it because every time you send a character into it, the implication is that they died. Yeah, <laughs> so... well, that that one triggers no matter who. I know that, but there are other ones that are character specific. Every single one that I've triggered so far, and I have completed everything through Part Four, I've seen nothing that strikes me as being unique. Okay. So and I maybe I'm wrong, going, but I thought it was. I don't even necessarily specific. think you're wrong. I think that might have just been something they changed. Mm. If your experience is the PS3 version, then maybe it was more specific in that. I version. played the PS5 one recently. Okay, well, like when it came out, and then returned it to GameFly. Like, yep, this still sucks. Anyway, uh, it was on sale for twenty dollars recently, so now I have it again, and it just sits here. It just <laughs> looks at me. Hey, Larry. Uh, why don't you play me? Wow, it's like watching Rick and Morty. Oh, wow, boy, oh boy, I see you're playing Atomic <laughs> Heart. Oh, gee whiz, that sure seems like a good game. Uh, I'm pretty horny for it too, but why don't you put me into the PlayStation 5? It's me, I'm JoJo's. You love JoJo's, I'm JoJo. Uh, and then I, like, I commit sexual battery. That's... <laughs> Did you... <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not having boy. a great time with I'm that game. I'm just gonna cut that part out and use it in the future. <laughs> I wish you would. Can do you that. believe what George said? <laughs> Check this out. Do a Doctor Drew shuffle exactly. of things I say. Yeah. Clinical boner. Gee, it hurts. <laughs> hurts when I urinate. Makes me sick. Pee on the stick. Um, <laughs> no, it's just it feels. Very janky. It just doesn't feel good to actually play. It's kind of a bummer because I really like that Capcom like Dreamcast JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game, yeah. which is like that's its own kind of like busted and unbalanced. Yeah, but it's like way more playable and fun. Than I mean, All Star Bell is also crazy and balanced, which I, yeah, is yeah. going to happen when you have fifty characters. I think are in it. <sighs> I mean, there are still some good bits, like sending people into the the death alleyway. Like, uh, I I murdered Speedwagon. He is dead. He went to the alleyway. Mm-hmm. Speedwagon is gone. You will never see him again. Um, let's, let's get the horse chariots from fan, uh, Battle Tendency. Yeah, I liked the bit where I threw the President of the United States into the <laughs> desk at Kira's house and dropped Kira's nail-clipping uh, calendar on top of his head. By the way, I, I like how Kira, specifically his victory pose, is so long because he like he pulls out his phone and talks to someone for a while, and so and there's no way to skip it. So just every time that Kira wins, like you just have to sit through that. I don't think I've seen that one yet. Actually, it's um the one uh, that has like the bubbles he can launch, because that's like one of the characters I would use the okay. most because he was kind of busted. 
The most busted one I've seen so far is Vanilla Ice, because you can just trigger that state mm. where you're inside of, like, the dimensional ball thing, and you could just kind of control it and make it, like, weave around and juggle the enemy. But, like, the meter for that thing, if you have it topped out when you pop it, it lasts so, so, so long. A Cars is really good. Um, I also yeah, had a lot... Fly around and he's a dick to hit Yeah like the thing is it has that um, Ultimate form transformation Thing which you would think there would be some sort of like Downside to but no you can just pop it Immediately and just stay that way the entire yeah. game, Match well he's uh, also got the Move that I find really infuriating where he Drops like the squirrels down and they Run across the ground and they'll, yeah. they'll hit you But the camera moves up where When he drops it it's like totally off The screen yeah that's cool Yeah Yukako also I found pretty fun She just like picks up dressers and stuff And flings them with her hair That's pretty cool She's got a She's kind of the Ivy character She's got that like range on her Ivy From Oh Soul Calibur I I thought you meant like from Like Poison Ivy from Injustice or something No No Um, But Yeah she's got that that reach on her Kind of like that that Uh, I I, I would say more like Milia Rage from Guilty Gear Who also fights using hair I have Okay I've not played any Guilty Gear game ever until a few days ago when I was testing stuff on my PS2. And Guilty Gear, like, double X is for horny people. (laughs) That's why you gotta play Accent Core. I think I was playing, I I played the guitar lady, and she gets naked when she does her victory pose. Uh Uh-huh, that's I know. (laughs) It's like, oh no, I need to take a cold shower after playing this. I know's the best. Yeah, she gets naked. Exactly. Of course. Now a soul bad guy got naked. Oh, if only. If only. Then I would be playing Guilty Gear constantly. (laughs) That's why you're playing Legend of Dragoon now, right? (laughs) That's right. It's the bisexual's choice. Mm -hmm. It's a big (laughs) stamp right on the game case. (laughs) No one's going to know what I'm referencing when I say that. I don't know if I should explain it. No. Takes like thirty seconds to explain. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, We're done here. This is this yeah. this the. <laughs> this, don't watch this movie. It's terrible. Don't play JoJo's All Star Battle R. No. It's also bad. Maybe play Atomic Heart. I guess if you have Game Pass, it's uh, it's fine. That's my yeah. review. Everyone I know disagrees with what Larry has to say on well, you're most subjects. Critter. So, uh, that is true. There's a part where he's talking to the the glove, and the glove starts to say "crispy critter," and he's like, "Hey, that's my line." Are you I, serious? Yes. They loop back around to his crispy critter. Oh, he says it all the time. Really? Yes, that's his catchphrase. I thought that was just a one-off thing. No, he says Fuck. it all the time. He'll like Man. go in the room and be like, "crispy critter, what's going on in here?" <sighs> I'm not playing this even when it is free on <laughs> I, PS Plus. Again, I don't know why they came up with that. It it does feel like Xavier Renegade the, Angel. Yeah, kind of. But your I, your I words mean, not mine, by I the mean, way. More like wanna... more like Kung Pao or something. I guess. Where it's just like they intentionally sabotage this. Ted Woolsey translate this game? What's going on? Stop talking about Ted Woolsey. I'm hung up on Ted Woolsey. Yeah, obviously. He has entered my mind palace and he did not wipe his shoes and he got shit everywhere. <laughs> He's tracked it all over. 
Bob Saget is in here screaming. <laughs> I could not remember if I brought that game up on this podcast or not. So yeah. I just okay. I think last episode or week before that. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, next week we'll be back to uh, finishing this on Hime. Yes. We got two D- more parts. Detour's over. No, this is the two last more one. Ep- two more episodes. <laughs> yes, two more weeks. That's what I mean. Yeah. We'll say. Two episodes of this, not yeah. of the show. The anime yeah. show. This show. Yeah. Which is a show about anime. <sighs> Are you okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> What's your problem now? Where we got two more and we're done. <laughs> Next week we'll be watching. Uh, oh, I should bring it up so I know exactly. Uh, thirty-three through thirty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three episodes total, and then week after that, be the final three episodes. Seems like it'll work out the... okay. I already watched the first episode of the next batch. Oh, come on. Man. I did it a week ago. I come did it a week ago because I forgot what we were doing. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what we agreed to and I watched it. And then when I finished, I was like, oh right, Rohan Kishibe. You are very good at forgetting what we're supposed to be doing here. Oh, I know. Virologist gave me a clean bill of health. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting from me. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna watch it again. It's a 20 minute anime. I'll watch it again. Okay. We'll see you next week on Stand and Deliver. He's white. He's white?